You're listening to the King of the Fourth podcast, offering in-depth analysis on all things Boston Celtics with your hosts, Jim and Mike Quigley. Everybody, uh, for another episode of the King of the Fourth pod, five games into the NBA Finals, the Celtics find themselves down 3-2. Last two games, games four and game five, have not gone well for the Celtics. Really uh, shelled themselves offensively. Not sure exactly what's going on. Uh, Warriors have definitely ramped up their defense. They're the more physical team uh, in this series. And uh, the Celtics have really struggled in the fourth quarter to score. Uh, with long lapses without scoring and their two-star players, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, not giving the team much in the fourth quarter in these last two losses. So uh, things looking kind of bleak as we go into game six. Uh, obviously, the Celtics are at the point where they can't lose anymore uh, with a big game coming up on Thursday. But, Jim, uh, things aren't looking great. Uh, the team, in my opinion, has kind of stunk these last two games. It's been really bad basketball with a combined almost 40 turnovers. And in their last two fourth quarters combined, less than 40 points So uh, by the starters. So I... Um, I'm not sure where you want to go from here, but uh, things aren't looking great for the Celtics. And my confidence is definitely a little shook right now because it's just been really bad basketball. At the end of the day, that's what it's been. They've played bad. Yeah, no, it's um, it's the same old story. You know, the the unforced turnovers, you know, you start the game off with Jason Tatum driving um, and throwing the ball out of bounds to an open market spot for three. I also thought he had a driving lane to kind of continue to go through the basket. That's your very first possession. And it really kind of set the tone for the rest of the half where it was um, just, you know, so many just bad turnovers. Um, you know, forced reads, you know, the, the two or three passes that Marcus not through um, one, you know, out of bounds. It wasn't a turnover, you know, the Warriors scored. He tries to throw a full court press to Jalen Brown, who didn't even have a step on his man. Went off Brown, but it still went to the Warriors. Just didn't make any sense. Another one where he thought he had a mismatch down low, just a real bad entry pass. And, and you just seeing this all game long, and they're, and they're forcing Brown to go left a bunch, but. Even when he's going right, he's dribbling into traffic. And um, you just don't get a sense. He knows exactly where he's going or what he's doing half the time. Why why things are happening the way they're happening in the fourth quarter, you know, that's that's an interesting conversation to have. Um, I think the bigger problem yesterday was the way the game started. I, I think yesterday, probably in the fourth quarter, was a classic case of you gave everything you had in your gas tank in the third. And you were on E in the fourth. And Brown didn't get any breathers, and the bench gave you nothing. And you see that happen a lot in the NBA. But the reason they were in that spot to begin with is because they played really careless basketball in that first half. Um, They looked almost overwhelmed by the moment. And that was the first time I think I've seen that out of this team, Um, where maybe the crowd or there was a carryover from game four the end of the game for fourth quarter into that first half. I, I'm not really sure. Um, they missed a ton of open looks. They they gave the ball away a bunch. And, you know, the the sad part is, is once again, the half-court defense has been good. It's been really good. Um, 
you know, Golden State's killing them off turnovers in transition. Uh, they they had a game plan to ensure that Steph Curry wasn't going to kill them. You know, they, they face guided him a bunch, and they figured they could still guard the other guys in the half court, and they were able to for the most part. I know Wiggins had a pretty good game, but someone's got to score the basketball. I, I if they're able to keep this, you know, a half court game, they would. Um, you know, they'd have a chance to win every single one of these, but they, they just aren't capable of doing that. And, you know, at the same time, you got to give credit to Golden State. They're, yeah. um, they're a championship team for a reason. Um, this kind of reminds me of the 2018 Patriots where they get an um, buy on like kind of uh, experience and, and swagger and, and savvy and all those things. Um, and then going to pick me up from a young guy like uh, Wiggins in the process has been fantastic. It will, you know, last thing I'll, you know, I know I'm just kind of running thoughts there, but you know, I thought the only one that even played remotely well throughout the first three quarters of the game was Tatum. I think they kind of wasted one of his, his, you know, one or two good games last night. Um, you know, the bench giving you one point just isn't enough. Alf Horford was a non-factor. Jalen Brown was a complete non-factor. Marcus Smart was schizophrenic. And, um, you know, Rob Williams has been good. And you got to give him a ton of credit for everything he's giving them with what he's battling through. He's been really good, you know. But he's not the same guy, you know, and, and that – that I think really impacts them, especially late in games. You know, you know, you're not even seeing them finishing dunking the basketball really. Um, so, what does that mean? I, I'm really not sure. You know, I, I frustrating. You know, you know, frustrating. You missed 10, 10 free throws yesterday. Another thing, yeah. You missed 10 for in four of them were missed by your star player. If Jason Tatum goes two for six from the free throw line, and he yeah. misses. Big ones in the fourth quarter. He shoots three air balls in the fourth quarter. Uh, him and Jalen Brown were just non-existent in the biggest moments these last two games available to their team. They just didn't score in the fourth quarter. I, I think Tatum hit one three maybe in the fourth, but really just no impact at all. And it's, oh, it was interesting as they went away from what was going so well in the third, in which was finding the matchup on the switch and let Tatum attack it, and they were getting wide-open threes off it, or, or him just shooting over guys because they were so much smaller. They, they, they just completely went away from that, and I, I don't really know why. You know, it was Tatum misses the layup to start the third, the fourth, which is a good play. They miss it. Then Derek yep. White misses two wide-open threes. Yep. Another and then they got him went haywire after that. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been good. He, he he just hasn't this series, and the I, I just haven't seen anything to make me feel confident that they have any chance to win this. I, even in their two wins, there were moments in those wins where I mean, game one they're down by what twelve, fifteen in the third quarter, and they got hot, so they had a great quarter at the end of game one to to score forty points. You know, game game two, obviously, they lost that game in the third. And then even in their winning game three, they were 
moments in that game where they were missing layups and turning the ball over. They haven't had a good game. They, they oh, really game, game three was a good game. I, you're not going to get a perfect game in the NBA Finals, but outside of a moment in the third, they led that one wide to wire. But you're right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're yeah. you're right. Otherwise, yeah. They, they've been thoroughly outplayed. I mean, Andrew Wiggins is out. Andrew Wiggins is outplaying Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and I don't mm-hmm. think it's. I I don't understand what's happening to this team where they resorted back to the basketball they were playing in January these last two games. So bad. You know, and, and and the Warriors are starting the game off with a small lineup and the Celtics can't score against it. They can't score against it. I mean, we have we have matchups where you see Otto Porter out there covering Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and they can't get to the hoop. Um I I don't I think, know. I think it's been a mistake to continue to go to the hoop. The Warriors as soon as they're driving, they're just dropping three, four to the paint. So I don't care how small you are. That, that makes it really hard to go one on three, one on four. What Tatum and Brown need to do, and what Brown did in the Heat series, and he's not doing here, is they just got to start shooting over the top of these guys. And, and, you know, you almost have to live with Tatum taking 15 threes in the next game. And you almost have to live with the Celtics taking a shitload of threes. Um, they're not giving you the paint. It's just not available. They're, they're, they're they're daring you to shoot. And um, they're basically daring Tatum and Brown, you know, as soon as you put the ball to the floor, we're going to start reaching and grabbing. We'll force the refs to call it. If they don't, we're going to cause a turnover. So these guys, I think now, that's what's available to you. You got to shoot over the top of Jordan Poole. You got to shoot over the top of Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. I mean, you have the size advantage and you have the skill to do it. Um, and I think that's how they need to run their offense. Yeah, I so because but the shots are there. They're getting good looks around the hoop, and they're not even close on them. I mean, we're seeing air ball turnaround jumpers over guys half this that they, you know, they tower over and they can't even make the shot. It's just, it's it's really, it, it's it's so frustrating to watch what's happening right now to see how bad they're playing. I you hope that. Um, you hope that game six, maybe the Warriors come out and figure, you know, we don't have to put our best effort. We can win at home in game seven and it gives the Celtics some life because the Celtics need something, you know, whether it's a ref that's going to come into the game that, you know, adjusts to the home crowd and is going to give the Celtics a lot of calls. Uh, they need, they need some help because right now they can't figure it out on their own. And anytime they get some momentum, it's just it, they end it with a terrible turnover. It's and it, it, it's so many times it's unforced. I mean, Marcus Smart has not played like a point guard. He hasn't looked like one this series. The whole season he's been a great point guard. And then you know, I have friends texting me saying this offseason the Celtics need a point guard. It's just frustrating because we know they don't. They have one. You know, well, they need another playmaker. But that's that's a conversation for another day. I feel like right now, I, I, I and completely. Giving you nothing. The bench is giving you nothing. Yeah, um, bench is giving you nothing. I, 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 it hasn't been good. But you've seen what the offense can look like when it is good in this series. You, you saw it in Game Three. You saw it in Game Four. You saw it in a quarter yesterday, where they put up thirty-five points and got any look that they wanted. 
Um, so they're capable of doing that. It's just a matter of whether they can do this throughout a stretch of the game. And, you know, I'm, I'm not – I have a hard time seeing them win two in a row. I, I can see them winning game six. And I, it's going to be difficult. But this is what they've done all playoffs, and this is what they've been since January, that they, they do seem to Great respond. Game. What's that? They haven't done it for two straight games. They haven't, but that's the first time they haven't. That's the first time since January. Yeah, they've put together two bad games. When was the last time they lost three games in a row? And if you ask me at the beginning of the playoffs if this team would lose three games in a row, oh, I'd say no. I tell you no. So I I believe in the resiliency. There's a good team in there. There's a, they're still the more talented team. Um, they've let Golden State and the officials get in their heads way too much. I, I think if Ime can calm them down and get them focused and they can start the game well, they'll have a real chance. I mean, they have had games where they haven't turned the ball over 15 times. And when they do, when they don't do that, they're largely very successful. Yeah, and their three losses is crazy. They've had over 50 turnovers. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. You turn the ball over, you miss free throws, you miss shots. I mean, the fourth quarter should not have been surprised. In a lot of ways, well, game three and game five were reverses of themselves, where Golden State made the huge run in game three and then fell apart in the fourth quarter. And then the same thing happened here. Yeah, but just the last two games in the fourth quarter – I mean, last night at one point they were one for nine from the field in the fourth quarter with like four in the game. Yeah. It's just fucking horrible. How can you be that bad? It's just so bad. Yeah, and, I know. I know. Acceptable when you have Tatum and Brown. And it, and it happened in game four, too. The last seven minutes of the game. Mike, it's they, happened throughout the playoffs. It's happened. It's happened throughout the playoffs. Now it hasn't happened two games in a row like it did here, but it, I mean, think of how you felt after Milwaukee in Game Five. Think mm-hmm. of how you felt after Miami in Game Three, or and then again in Game Six. Like this is, they've had Game One against Milwaukee. They've just had games like this. They're an imperfect team. Um, but what they have always done is they have typically, with the exception of last night, bounced back and and given you a really good, solid effort. And their talent and focus kind of comes through. And um, you hope being at home, that 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 helps. Yeah, it's time. I, I It's really... It, <sighs> To see Andrew Wiggins doing what he's doing in the fourth quarter, hitting turnaround shot after turnaround shot, and our stars just completely unavailable, which has happened way too much in this playoffs with just in the fourth quarter, guys just not showing up. It's unfortunate. The moment is now. You don't know. You think about next offseason and next season with the injuries – whether maybe Tatum's playing with one right now, the amount of games guys are going to miss next year. Like they, they had this and to, to fall apart the way they have the last two games. 
Yeah, you gotta. You really have to think there's something up with Tatum. I mean, the, he's missing free throws. Looks, yeah, he, he just doesn't look like himself at all. Um, and you know what the Celtics ask of their stars? Teams typically don't ask of their stars, where it's consistent on the uh, asking them to play both sides of the ball consistently throughout the game. Um, taking no plays off. And, you know, I thought last night they looked gassed. I, I just, you know, and they, that was their own fault. You put yourself in that hole. You you have to play that well in the third with that much energy. And then I, I just thought they looked gassed. They, they were so bad in that first quarter. There was a possession where they passed the ball into Rob Williams and they all ran away from him. And he was bringing the ball up by himself. Yeah. And luckily, Pass that he threw got deflected out of bounds. They didn't turn the fucking thing over. That's how bad they were. That's how unprepared they were for this game to start. That is fucking disappointing. And I I, I agree that they should probably win game six at home. And I think there's going to be a lot of factors that are going to help them. And actually, Jim, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a fucking blowout. Because if the Celtics come out hot, Golden State might just pack it in and say, we're going we're gonna to take this back home. But games- well, that, that, I don't see them doing that. I know what you say. I don't think Golden State's built that way, and I think they've played in enough of these games to know that once you, 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 it comes down to one game, if it's a game seven, all bets are off. It, it, like, what if Steph Curry just doesn't have it that night? It, like, you, you just if you're Golden State, you don't take that chance. Um so I, I, I think they're going to come at them with everything they have to f- try to finish this in six. Um, but the toughest game in all of basketball is when you have to in, – in any sport is when you need to – when it's an elimination game. And, and the can't start the game first eight or nine minutes off without Jason Tatum taking a shot ever again, especially when it's lethargic and Jalen Brown's playing like a psychopath who just like ate a bag of Coke before he started the game. Like they need to – Get he needs to get himself involved. You know, he came in out of that timeout. He scored eight, basically like eight straight points. I think there was a Rob tip in there, and that was great because it got him back into the game. But there needs to be more urgency from from your star player and from your coach to say we need to get this guy involved early in the game when we come out like this. Yeah, I mean, they, and to his credit, they put it in. They coached him up where they wanted him to be a playmaker this year and get other people involved. And he's really taken it to heart and he's done a good job. Mm-hmm. But in moments like this, he needs to be assertive and take over. And I think part of that has got to be coaching, you know, before you even get out there and really direct him and tell him what they need out of him for this game. Um, because I thought he definitely passed up shots early on. And, you know, when he – for the first half, he was the only reason they were in it. They were within 10, 12 points. It was because he was playing well. Um, and then the third quarter, he was excellent. And, you know, it looked like he just ran out of gas in that fourth, which isn't an excuse. You got to play through that. I, I, I do want to talk about that for a second, though. I, I think Eme, and I texted you this going into the fourth, that neither Brown or Tatum had a break. I thought that was a tactical mistake. I think the amount of basketball and the way you ask them to extend energy on both sides of the ball, you know, like they, 
the way the Celtics are built, the Stars cannot take time off on defense because of the switching and everything involved in that. You can't just have them hide out on Draymond Green for a possession or two. That's not how they're built. I, I do think it was probably a mistake not giving Tatum the quarters. You know, at least the end of the third and that extra rest going into the fourth or the beginning of the fourth. I, 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 I think it's I, – people are going to say he's 24 years old. It's been two months of high-intensity basketball with two game sevens going into your third game six. I, I think it's asking too much for someone to yeah. go 42 minutes and 24 straight in the second half in, in Legia. Um, it's not the reason they lost, but I, I, I wonder if he made today is kicking himself on that a little bit. I, I thought it was a mistake. I don't know. I, I understand why he probably did it because Derek White sucked. Peyton Pritchard was stepping out of bounds. Grant Williams has just been more interested in fighting Draymond Green and Biles and fucking playing basketball. So he probably looks at his bench and says, I can't trust any of these guys, which is he has to because that's all he has to work with. Um, but I think it was a mistake, too. Obviously, it was. I mean, you saw Jason Tatum shoot three air balls in the fourth quarter and this two free throws and the layup. Um, he was probably tired. And he's injured. So not only is he tired, he's injured with the shoulder. Uh, it's it's so important for this team, I think, that they get off to a good start in game one. And maybe that's, you know, you're at home. Maybe that's Jalen Brown having one of his signature first quarters that get you going. Uh, but they have to figure it out. And, you know, maybe Marcus Smart has to watch film with David Sotomayor. I don't know. But he's got to cut out the turnovers. Do you know that he only has one more assist than turnovers for the entire series? Yeah, That's how- me, he hasn't been good. Um, this has really not been a great series for him. And, um, At all. It no, is- and I, I do want to talk about that two-minute stretch in the fourth quarter where he, you know, he, Clay Thompson pushed off fine. I thought he took a dive um, where he took himself completely out of the play. Yeah. Um, so the ref doesn't call it. Now you got a wide open three. Um, it, you know, five to eight. It goes from five to eight. That's a huge swing. You go down the other end. They call a foul on Golden State. You're still bitching. You get a T. And it goes to nine. And at that point, the ref's just got a target on you. And that, I mean, the call against him on Jordan Poole was atrocious. You know, it was atrocious, but it's it's, no, no, who you're dealing with. It's Tony brothers. And so as soon as you keep running your mouth, running your mouth, he's, he, he, he's just going to call to that, which is wrong. And I'm not making excuses, but that's the way it goes. You can't, if you want to call yourself a leader, those moments can't happen. And it starts with taking the dive. Um, you know, because if you don't get the call, you're leaving an excellent three-point shooter with a set shot with no one around him for about six, seven feet. And, and One of the best three-point shooters to have a play in the NBA, probably the second best all time. You got to stop there, you probably lose. But what if you got to stop there and you come down in transition and you hit a three? 
Yeah. It's now a two-point game. Yeah, I love that. You know, so it's moments like, and he's just, he's, he's been just too erratic. And I, it's to your point with the assistant and the turnovers and his decision-making. I, I, I think. And they've been in turnovers. They're, they're unforced, a lot of them, that lead to fast break points. It's not like we talked about the ones that don't hurt you as much, like Peyton, Peyton Pritchett stepping out of bounds. They're, 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 in, they're just horrible turnovers. He, know, played a, he played a good game one, and then I think since then has had two good quarters, you know, quarter three of uh, game four and then quarter three of yesterday. Yeah. And outside of that, I, I just – it hasn't been his best. No, it hasn't. You know, something to look into, too, is I thought that early on in the game, Tatum was getting his baskets when he was playing off the ball and moving him around a little bit, whether they were posting him up or having him cut to the – and it wasn't Tatum bringing the ball up, forcing a double team, making a pass, running a pick and roll, getting it back to him with like seven seconds left on the shot clock, and then watching him drive and hoping he makes the right play. It, it was other guys getting Tatum in a position where, you know, he could get some easy looks at the basket. And I thought they went away from that. And I feel like in this series, a lot of the Celtics problems have been hunting matchups and getting Jalen Brown or Tatum at the top of the key and hoping they can drive to the basket and just finish at the hoop. I think going back to what you were saying at the beginning of the pod with them shooting over the top of people, and he may moving them around a little bit with some ball movement to get them into spots where they can they can have some of those opportunities. Because I think it's too much running the offense through Tatum, which doesn't allow him to be a scorer. It's too much of him being a facilitator. Yeah, look, he, I, I think a lot of it's – you still got to look for matchups because you can shoot over the top of people. And you saw what happened when he had the two early threes doing that in the third quarter. They overreacted. He was able to take a couple dribbles, and you had Smart wide open, Horford wide open. I mean, the Celtics had eight in a row, but no one was near them. Yeah, there were all, they, they the, were no one near them. The first half, a lot of those threes, nobody went near them. Not, not as dramatic as that. I mean, not as dramatic as that. They, like the, the mark, two Marcus Smart makes, it was, no, I can't hear you. I said, I said well, Derek White, they're not even covering him. Well, the same thing in the fourth. He was those shots were wide open off Tatum drives, finding those mismatches. That in those eight points to start the fourth quarter were the difference in the game that they left on the board. The Tatum layup, mm-hmm. which I thought he was fouled, but whatever. And then the um, two wide open white threes. You make one of those shots, just one. And then the, who knows? You, they could change the whole dynamic of that last quarter. Make and, some free throws. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I shot uh, making a couple free throws is fine. It allows you to set your defense. But a shot gives you momentum. A yeah. shot gets you energized. And, and they just couldn't get anything to fall. It's – um, hey, and I one thing I did want to bring up just to credit Golden State. So the season making this run in the third, they go up five or six or whatever, and Golden State's missed 13 straight threes. Clay Thompson comes off. The deceased defend great. Uh, like, I, even when they showed it on replay, 
and they run a screen for Thompson, he gets it less than a six inches of airspace. With the Celtics doing what they're supposed to do, they got a hand up and a shot. He hits a three. He's come down and score. I don't remember if they stretched it a five or four. Next play, they run a little bit. They run an action where uh, they run a pin down for um, Thompson coming up over the top of the key. I thought Green set a pretty bad illegal screen there. Not called. Thompson gets wide open and hits a three at the top of the key. So one play, he just makes an incredible shot. And the, and the, it shows the efficiency of Golden State's offense. That they just, you know, went to go. That was late in the shot clock, and they just kept moving and running screens to get him open. And then the next play, really good action. And, it, and it's people want to point to the Jordan Poole buzzer beater. Fine. But I think those threes keeping Golden State connected, like stem the momentum of the Celtics in that third quarter. And those are just big, big time plays. Um, that no, necessarily the Celtics did anything wrong. It was just Golden State doing everything right. Yeah. Oh, well, that might be it. So we got a game Thursday. Uh, so, we'll, uh, yeah, the game Thursday, game six in the NBA Finals to force a game seven, which would be awesome to have a game seven of the NBA Finals with the Boston Celtics in it. So let's hope that the Celtics come with a better offensive performance um, or their season will be over. All right. They're going to win Thursday. Okay. They're going to win Thursday. I'm not going to make a prediction on the series. I don't feel great about that, but I do think they're going to win Thursday. We'll see. All right. Have a great night.